Harper Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm her missus. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and her missus. Hello everyone, this is episode 130 of Harper Bliss and her missus. We're recording this on Tuesday, 3 May 2022. Yes, it has been three months. <gasps> three months. Yes. But, I mean, it's not like we just, we went on holiday for three months. No, no. I mean, so the last podcast was on February 10th. So yes, that is about three months ago. But yes, a lot has happened in the last three months, hasn't it? Well, we moved to the countryside. Yes, we did. Moving to the country. We it's, haven't eaten any peaches yet. No, but it's funny because behind you there is a window and I see a cow in a field. Yes. I mean, it could not be more country. Yeah, there are so, several cows have moved I was not it. referring to you, by yeah, the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're here with me. Several. It's not you in the field. It is not me. <laughs> there, are, there are several cows that have moved into the field behind our house. They moved too. And I, uh, I can see them from my office, which is my new office, which is where we are recording this podcast. And if people want a glimpse of it, they can check your Instagram because the, you took a picture right before we started recording. <gasps> there was an impediment to our recording setup. Yes. So, Always uh, the same. Check Still it, the same. Check out the Harper Bliss author Instagram if you want to see that. Our cat is still the boss of us. Yes. Very much. Still a diva who enjoys a lie down in the middle of, you know, wherever you need to be with her belly up. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we are now outside of the city in the, well, not in the middle of the fields, but surrounded not too far by fields and it's, cows and It's not horses. the middle of nowhere, but if you walk out of our house, go for a hundred meters or 150 then you meters. you really are in the fields. Yes. Then there's nothing. I mean, just some fields and it some is cows. Truly countryside, but yeah, it's definitely not like remote. Mid, and it's not remote. Like there's a big road. Like we can hear it, and uh, it's like you know we get a lot of planes flying overhead. Where there's a lot of tractors in the street, yes. but it feels profoundly different than the city. Yes, but we're in a small village. We are close to the heart of the little village. Yes. And this village is a five-minute drive away from a, you know, a market town. A market a town. A small market town. Small market. I was surprised how small it is. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a few of them around. That one is slightly bigger than a few of the other. Than the one I went to yesterday to the supermarket. That's even smaller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's really, it's not very remote, but it is really much quieter than Brussels. That cannot be denied. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> and, uh, well... We love it. We love it, yes. Oh my God, I love it. I, I was thinking... No, it's not the first time I've had a thought. But <coughs> I have not shared the thought because I did not want to be mocked. Why I am I have saved it for this podcast, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, because you think I might not mock you on the podcast. No, I do not think that at all. I expect to be mocked totally. Okay. But maybe this is the drama queen in me. <laughs> it feels like my soul has come home. Okay. How lesbian is that? That's very lesbian. Cannot be more lesbian. Cannot, no. 
This is why we need the podcast. I can say things I don't otherwise say. <laughs> it's a safe space. Yes, it is. Okay, well, that's great. It's so nice here. Mm-hmm. It's, I... Yeah, it's not like, it's not extraordinary, spectacular, or house is not like this marvel of architecture, but it's just, I don't know, it's just so profoundly satisfying to live here well, it's perfect for us the house itself it, it really is you know n- i mean we we might not have designed it exactly like this if we had to do it ourselves but it would probably be quite similar because it has a lot of features that we really that really work for us yeah and uh, a little garden you mowed the lawn yesterday oh it was amazing and you weeded oh my god well weeding is a bit more strenuous but mowing the lawn is like just walking around your lawn mm-hmm. and doing something mm-hmm. in, you know, it smells nice. I know it's the smell of grass dying, being murdered. Yes. Which is, sounds morbid, but but it's, but it's I mean, really it has to fun happen. to do. And we left a corner of the garden unmowed because they are encouraging people not to mow the lawn as much so that some... Uh, taller grass can grow and some flowers and then attract some bees and butterflies so we left one corner of the garden unmowed and hope hopefully maybe something I I did uh, sow some wildflower seeds there I don't know if wild oats I don't know if it'll if they'll take or maybe you know maybe birds have already gone past and eaten all of them but you know just in case so many birds I Maybe also, a few uh, flowers will grow there. And I, I, we have a lawn mohawk. Yes, because you, you missed a spot. <laughs> I did miss a spot. So there's a little mohawk in the lawn, but that's fine. You know, it's cute. <laughs> I don't know. I see. What pleases me maybe not the most but a lot is also how you've taken to the countryside oh, yeah, yes, I'm because you resisted it for a long time mm-hmm. like you really did Yes, but now that we live here you love it I do I mean for different reasons also that I do but you make me a golf widow every weekend which I love <laughs> yes I'm, I mean and I'm not going to lo- apologize you, oh, you don't have to apologize I mean, it sounds negative because I say golf widow, we should come up with a better term. Uh, yes, I think about that. Yeah. But yes, I I've love been, I've been gone golf. on the weekend a lot. You come back so happy, so pleased with yourself when you win, but even when you don't win, you can still have the satisfaction. Yes. Because sports is not all about winning. No. So, so you love your golf, your club is close by. Your mummy's close by. Yes. Plus, yeah, I mean, you like the... You don't miss the city that much thus far. Not yet. I mean, we've only been here a month and a half, more or less. So yeah, we'll see true. We'll see in a few months. But uh, This weekend, we did have a moment when we really did miss uh, Deliveroo. Yes, <laughs> the convenience of being able to just order any kind of food and have it at your home in half an hour. Because in Brussels, you could have literally anything you yes. wanted um, at any time. And here, that is not possible. You always have to prepare your meals or have a deep freeze pizza in the freezer. Yes, or you have to go get it. You can get some takeaway, but you have to drive to get it. You can't just uh, yeah, and walk yes. and pick it up. Or and it's, it's uh, like a drive. It's a 10 minutes drive, which is fine, but Depend- it's not what we're used no. to. 
That that's uh, that... and it's always the same. Like yes. the options are limited, but I mean that is yeah. That's, I remember on the day that we returned our keys to our landlord who lived in our house previously and has now also moved, has been living in the countryside for four years now. He said, "What I miss the most is all the restaurants." Yes. And he said to me, you're going to miss it. I'm telling you now, you're going to miss it. So far, I haven't really missed it also because, I mean, you you are a great cook. Yes, but uh, that is something that I do miss a bit. The, the option of just saying, okay, well, if you don't feel like cooking, I'll order something or, you know, let's go for a bite to eat in the neighborhood. There is one restaurant which we're going to on Friday. Yes, We've been but once. you have to book, like, have to book at least a week in advance. Well, I think at the weekend, maybe in the week it's different. You know, on mm. a weeknight it might not be as busy. But um, but there's also this really great uh, coffee shop if you want to go yeah, for some lunch. That's it's not really very nice. far away either. So, But yeah, apart from those, you know, you can't just walk out and go get sushi or... Uh, uh, you know, uh, some dumplings or whatever, which we and were able no to. And there's no pub in our village. No, can't just go out for a drink, you know, of an evening, but we can do that in our garden. Yes. Which is really nice. And we're going to set up a little outdoor patio, loungy area to take, w- w- that is a really well located vis-a-vis sun the sun. Tra- a an sun evening tra- sun An trap. evening sun trap for our evening aperitif. So, you know. Yeah. We'll be fine. For me, it's fine because I don't like people very much. But for you, who does like people more, well, you can just go to your golf club. You know, well, yes. See the people there. But it's I, I admit it's not the same. But it's that's different. also the reason why we moved here. Yes, I know. And you're going to have some things that you didn't have before. I think I will. what I will miss in time is the... You know, the diversity of Brussels and the multiculturalism and, you know, which, let's be honest here, is not really the case. And at my golf club is not the case either. <laughs> no, that's true. Could but not be more white. If you go white, to Ghent, it's... Uh... Yeah, Ghent is not that far away. But, you know, it's... it's uh, In Brussels, you just walked out the door and you could hear five different languages and that kind of stuff. That's so true. I, and I, I did enjoy that part of living in Brussels so but so far I mean so far so good but we're still in the honeymoon period let's be honest yeah we're we're still in the honeymoon period but so far we have not regretted it no not yet also the weather's been nice yeah it's been such a a dry beautiful spring yes I mean we have experienced snow in our new house because it snowed once (laughs) and we had one or two days of really heavy rain but apart from that it's been dry all the time which is not good we need water yeah it's gonna dry out we need water we need it to rain but uh yeah so we we're very happy here very and the cat seems quite happy too although she hasn't she's not an outdoorsy cat yet it scares her a lot to go outside yeah She's not confident. She's she's been on the wall twice or three times, and then we were like, ah, oh, big panic, big panic. But she just comes back, and we need to accept it. But since yeah. she has not really expressed a lot of interest no. of going beyond the wall. No, sometimes she goes into the lawn and she chases a butterfly. But apart from that, she mostly stays close to the door and just observes the garden. And when we're out, when we are outside, she would venture a little bit further. But yeah, she's always been like that. And then once there was a, a the neighbor's cat on the wall. Yes. 
That was a, not a good moment for her. No. Also, the neighbor's cat in the garden. Oh, yes. But Dolly was inside. It was in the evening, so she was inside and the door was closed. But the, that other cat must have come close to the window and then she rushed to the window, hissing. I, I haven't seen the other cat anymore since. No. But I saw, no, I saw it today, actually, but across the street. Oh, it, when I drove out of the garage, I could. it, it was uh, on the little parking lot across the street. So. But when my family came to visit... Oh, she was hissing, hissing. Are these children, obviously? There she, were noisy boys yeah. that came into the house all of a sudden and her peace was disturbed. But when we first brought her home from your mum, where she'd been for a month, the first week she was like hissing quite a lot. Yes. It's really a sign that she was scared and trying to get settled, but now she's like super lovey-dovey. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I think I she's think enjoying her new home. It takes time, huh? Yes. Anyway, enough about the house. Yeah. There's a reason why today, you know, is the day that we are back yes. with the podcast. <laughs> yes, because every week I've had it on my to-do list podcast and every week it's been like, but also you've been, you've been away a lot and mm-hmm. well, you know, you, there's lots of chores and well, you haven't had time to edit it, but this week I have a new book out. Yes. So I need some attention. You do. So so do you want to read the blurb of this book? Yes, sure. Which I have put in, in the, the yes. in the thing. Okay. <clears throat> the book is called the The Duet. The Duet. Yes. Not the Duet. No, the Duet. <laughs> the Duet. So um, this is the blurb. Use your sul- your most sultry voice. The Lady Kings and their singer, Lana Lynch, have been out of the limelight since Lana's partner's sudden death ten years ago. They're ready for an epic comeback tour, but have to take a young and hip support band with them. Cleo Palmer and the other women are over the moon when they get booked to support their lifelong idols and share the stage with the iconic Lady Kings, especially queer legend Lana Lynch. But when Lana invites her to sing a central duet together every night, Cleo gets way more than she bargained for. Lana and Cleo's onstage chemistry is off the charts, but the differences in their age and life experience, not to mention some dramatic band politics, prove difficult to overcome. Can Lana and Cleo find their way to each other once the spotlights are switched off? Well was done. that sultry enough? Yeah, that was very well done. Okay. If Abby Creed never retires... <laughs> <laughs> Abby, who will be narrating this book, by the way, for people who are into audiobooks. Yes. So. Speaking of, I mean, I am a little bit embarrassed that it's taken so long for, and then she kissed me to come out in audio. It's purely because of the movies. We've had the files forever, but then we just didn't get to uh, uploading them and checking them. But it's coming to Audible. Yeah, it's already out on most platforms. It's only Audible that takes a long time. So, I mean, it is out there if you yeah, are yeah, impatient yeah. to get it. Um, I can link to it. But, uh, yes, Audible always takes a bit longer. So, yeah. you know. But it's out there. But this one will also be recorded by Abby Craig. Yes, it it will. So, so that, that will be she'll, be she's nice. starting soon, I think, no? Yeah, I think yeah. this week. Yeah, okay, so, you know. She just sent me an email asking how to pronounce Lana. Yes. Lana or Lana? Lana. Lana. It's Lana. Yes. Okay. So um, you have also kind of started on a new book? Well, I started because um, 
I've been thinking about this book forever. Well, not really, but anyway, it's a long story and I'm, I'm not going to be long-winded about it now. But I really wanted to start and I did. But then, of course, I had to launch this book and when I'm launching, I can't write. I've written one chapter. But it's funny because in my newsletter, I, I said, yeah, I started this book. I couldn't resist it because it's so scandalous. And then Cheyenne emailed me uh, like in reply and she said, well, you think this is uh, something new that you're going to write a scandalous book? You've pretty much cornered the market of scandalous <laughs> book. And then she listed like, everything, just, uh, all of those. And I said, okay, she's right. <laughs> I have written many scandalous books, but this one is even more scandalous. Well, maybe not more scandalous than in the distance, but in a way, yes. It has some controversial themes it's or gonna topics. It's going to be controversial and... Quite a few people are not going to want to read it because of that, but that's okay. That's, I'm sure enough people will want to read it. Yeah. And will love it. Yeah. I mean, if it's any good, I don't know. You've only written a chapter, so... Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I hope to continue soon. It'll be next week. Okay. Because this week I'm launching my new book. Yes. It's strange because I wrote this book so long ago. <laughs> it's like, I did read it last week mm -hmm. so i mean i am still familiar with it but mm -hmm. it's usually the cycle is more Shorter, compressed yeah. but yeah we basically we took the month of april off from yes. work because you know settling well, in it had been a couple of stressful months before moving is so stressful well, not just moving but bu the whole buying a house process and oh, you yes. know moving out moving in or everything is some bank glitches it's oh, very you know mortgage all that kind of stuff is stressful so you know very stressful so we needed some time off and some time to recuperate i i really felt that i needed it yeah really it was good yeah. for me indeed mm. so there you go but here we are yes on the other side of it yes recuperated indeed. and ready to go yes okay so, do we have anything work-related that we need to... Anything else that we need to mention? I think that's Just, about it. Just, uh, you know, give my new book a try. Yes, because I'll, it I'll is post a, a link. It is a, an age gap rock star romance. Yes, indeed. It's like, ding, 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 tick the box, tick the box. Because so. rock stars, yay, sexy. Age gap, yes, yay. that's what I do mm -hmm. a lot of the time. So uh, Check it out. Yeah, it's very it's very lesbian because, well, both the bands are very lesbian, queer. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of lesbianing. <laughs> there's a lot of processing. Yes. And uh, there's a lot of singing because it, it's how the book came out. I mean, it really is all about the duet. And there are some cameos by some characters of previous books that people might recognize. So, you know. Mainly, yeah. So yes. check it out. You don't need to say who, but you know. <laughs> okay. It's a surprise. There are some cameos. So. It's a surprise. Yes. So, entertainment-wise, we... Well, no. No. Oh. We're not at entertainment Okay, yet. sorry, sorry. Well, this is not work-related, but I do want to say that I painted a wall. Oh, yeah, okay. True. And it's really beautiful. The color is really beautiful, indeed. The job is not. Oh, yeah, no, yes, yeah. you did a great job. I mean, there's a few touch-ups that need to happen. It, uh, it's it inevitable. But it's, it looks really good. I ain't no pro, but it does look really good. I did it over the weekend as well. You were gone golfing. I yes. set up, I'll, I'll do this wall. 
But there was three layers to do. I mean, it was a small patch of wall. Yes. But it was a bit annoying. (laughs) It was annoying because uh, sometimes it's not about the surface. There was a lot of things to paint around. Yes. A door, sockets. Yes. Ceiling. Yes. So. You did great. It's very satisfying because you see the paint immediately. Mm -hmm. Well, except the first layer, the white layer. That Mm -hmm. was not. Even that was a little bit satisfying because it was like a. Fresh. Yes, I mean the the it was white before, so the first white primer layer didn't change that much, but it probably cleaned up the wall because there were some scuff marks from the previous owners and stuff. So it did. So, so there you, did, you go. You did a great job. And um, while I painted, I've been listening nonstop to Glennon Doyle's podcast. We can do hard things, which is awesome. And she and her wife, Abby, and well, often it's with her sister as well, which she calls sister, which I find so strange. But anyway, often she and Abby Wambach, they have these lesbian double dates on the podcast with other lesbian couples. They are awesome because they talk about relationships and all of that. That should be our ambition to get invited on the podcast for a lesbian double date with oh Glenn and Doyle and Abby Wamba. Oh, no, it's really not my ambition. <laughs> but um, the one with Brandy Carlyle uh, and her wife was really great. Okay. Uh, and also she got Brandy Carlyle to record her a theme tune, which has been stuck in my head for days now. Very less, okay. extremely lesbian. So what's okay. not to love? But also very feminist and anti-patriarchy. It just sometimes it does enrage me. Mm-hmm. Haven't we put up with all these men for long enough now? We are half the population. More. But personally, it doesn't really bother me that much. Only when I read the news. Because <laughs> I'm a lesbian. Because yeah. I'm a lesbian. Okay. Anyway, I can definitely recommend it. But I just wanted to mention that I have... You painted a wall, I've yes. done chores. Yes, you have. And I cleaned the house. Yes. Thank goodness you don't have to do that anymore. No, it's difficult to find the cleaner in the countryside. But we did manage to find one for now, at least. <laughs> the she's first, already, she's the already first thing s- she said was, I'm not going to do this for much longer because I really don't like cleaning. <laughs> and I said, I understand. <laughs> So, so yeah, yeah, we have a cleaner for a, few, a couple of months, but then we're probably going to have to find another one. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. And anyway, but if we don't find one, you know, you can rely on me. Yes. For cleaning. Okay. Who knew? Who knew, indeed. But this house is much easier to clean than our previous house. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's not on four different floors, which was the case in the in the other house, yeah. which is a lot of floors to clean. Yeah, and the, stair, the stairs with the... the Carpet, carpet, wall-to-wall oh, carpet. And the cat, that was not a good combination. No, there is no... Just vacuuming the stairs took like an hour. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So, entertainment now? Yes. Okay, so first there's a show that you want to mention. I haven't seen it, but... Uh... Yes, it's Generation on HBO Max. And at first I thought, oh God, a bunch of teenagers doesn't interest me. But it's such a good show. And it is so gay. Any kind of... Queer experience. Rainbow shade. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no, there's no trans, but um, there is uh, well, anything else. I think even asexual, although that has not been specified, but I okay. think so. But then they fucking cancel it. Like, they, they give 
stupid Gossip Girl is second season, but not this. And it's so much better. It is really funny, but it's not a comedy. It's like these these teens and one of them has two gay dads. She is actually the funniest. But I think the show is created by a gay dad and his millennial daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's very um, of the time. Okay. And the main character, Chester, he is like, he's super gay, but he is like the most popular guy in his high school. Okay. But he's very buff because he's a water polo player and he's smart, but he's so gay. It, it actually makes me think about the other show we've been watching, the the seven lives, of, lives Leah. of Leah, because it's like this time jump between 2021 and the early 90s. Yes. And then the things that have changed in 30 years, but for us as well, mm-hmm. because... As I said yesterday, you were like what, fifteen, sixteen, and ninety one. I was sixteen and ninety one. Like like the like the teenagers in the show yeah. and all the things that have changed, mm-hmm. which does make me very hopeful for the future. Yeah, it's like in I, I read that column in the Guardian by Owen Jones about um, uh, yeah. what's it called the show Heartbreaker, Heartstopper, Stopper. Heartstopper on Netflix which is also about teenagers and it's very gay and it has it, it has characters of every aspect of the rainbow and that, you know, when he was growing up, there was nothing like it and he has hope for the generation, the current generations because they are much more open-minded and much more, you know, yeah, they, they don't care about things that we used to care about or so, yeah. So yes, we, so we you can meant, be hopeful. You mentioned that show, The Seven Lives of Leah, that's on Netflix, a French show uh, about this. Chekif. <laughs> this uh, sixteen or seventeen year old girl who uh, finds she finds a body. a body, and then she every other day she can't, she wakes up twenty years ago, but in the body of someone else, and like, once it's in her mother, or in it's very or in the the body of the. Of, the guy who you know who was, who was found dead and you know so it's very very trippy but it's it's really good it's I mean, really well done yeah. actually but we we still have one episode yes. to see. but then you know she so she lives a day as this other person 20 years ago and of course that has an impact 30 years ago th- yeah 30 years ago and that has an impact on then the current time because then she, when, when she wakes up the next day she's back in her own body and then the you know things she have killed changed a lesbian. yeah she you know someone doesn't <laughs> someone was never born and that kind of stuff so i mean i say she killed a lesbian but it's not the kind of no, show no, no, where no. the lesbian she dies did, a lesbian was not born because of something that she did 30 years ago so she, it's not like she killed her <laughs> she changed the course of, of of history but anyway it's really well done so that's it's very enjoyable yes so, yeah, that was just brand new on Netflix. It yes. was recommended to me yeah. for obvious reasons, I think. I forgot to list a show that we watched in here, though, that we enjoyed so much, Slow Horses. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was <laughs> really so good, too. And I read, I read a lot of reviews saying, oh, it's just a run-of-the-mill spy show, but I, I, I didn't think so. It was really clever, and uh, the character. Gary the Oldman's main, character, character is really oh, great. My God. It was it was very funny. Yes, I and know. Kristen Scott Thomas is in there. Yes, with blonde hair, which I like. 
Okay. Married with her. Yes. So, no, that's also, that's on Apple TV Apple. Plus. Yes. Yeah. Slow Horses. We had Very to good. resubscribe to Apple. Yes. Um, staying on French shows, we also watched Standing Up, Drôle, Drôle in French, which is uh, made by the people who made uh, Call My Agent which we loved and which many people loved. And this is really funny too. It's about stand-up comedians. About stand young. I mean, stand-up comedians who are not successful yet and yeah. then, you know, become more successful. It's really good as well. And it's fun because it's enjoyable. set in Paris and so there's a lot of... Plus there's lots of jokes. Yes. Because it's about stand-up comedians. Yes. So. so that's also really worth watching. That's on Netflix. So... And what but else? before that, we got completely sucked into Grey's Anatomy. Yes, we started watching it on Amazon Prime, on the you know the Belgian offer of Amazon Prime. But then all of a sudden, they took they it off. They took it away. I know why. Because they offer Disney Plus now in Belgium, and they must have bought the Belgian rights. Because my sister is watching it on Disney Plus, <sighs> and that's why we can't watch it on Amazon Prime. anymore. Yes. I mean, this whole streaming. And we have all these these other US based streamers, and no, no, I mean, we can watch the most recent episodes, but we can't go back. We were in season six, I think. But to be honest, I was, I needed a break because all this time I'm a dreamy, mixed Yeah, but, you know, Calzona have just gotten together, so That's there's true. all, there's that. That's true. I would I like do. to keep I on watching, but we, we, but we, yeah, we can't get it. It's so sad. Oh, maybe, uh, yeah, then we need to get Disney Plus. But it's crazy <laughs> to get it anyway. I'm we need to cancel get, another stream we need to get. Not, I'm not going to get into that. No. Anyway, so, yeah, we are in a Grey's hiatus because of streaming rights. Well, there's plenty of other things to watch, though. Yes. In it. Yes, because you, you've been watching this uh, real estate show oh on Flemish God, TV. My favorite. It's like married at first sight, but... No, about it's, houses. It's not. That's not. Correct. It's basically people who have been looking for a house to buy forever and who can't find what they want, and then they ask the show to find them a house. They give but, them the money. Yes, and, and so the show house. buys the house without them giving any <laughs> kind of. I mean, they give. They say what they want, what they need, blah blah blah. But they, they do not decide on whether to buy the house or not. And then usually, you know, the house that gets bought is needs to be completely renovated and um so when they see actually it, a renovation show. yes because then the, the it does does so they have a certain budget for the buying and the renovation and so usually they buy the house for quite a bit cheaper than the budget and so so they have a renovation budget but so the people who have entrusted the show with their money they see the house when it's just been bought so before the renovations and usually then they're completely disgusted and disappointed because, I mean, the how can they live every yeah. time? The same, exact same thing every Except time. that one couple in Leuven, because ah, you know, yeah. they were quite yes, pleasantly but, surprised. But they, they increased their budget with 100,000 yeah. euros. They had to increase the budget because <laughs> it was impossible to find what they wanted in their price. In their first budget. But then, of course, afterwards they get to see it. Uh, yeah, because when it's been rent, once what it's been happens renovated. is... As in so many things, the gay comes in and he fixes it all. Yes. It's With a gay... And, well, there, there's two. There's a straight woman. I mean, I don't know if she's straight. Oh, and a woman yeah, and a gay the man. The first two seasons is just It's gay. just him. Now there's a, there's a, there are two of them. The interior designers who then do the renovation. Obviously, you know, they get more for their money than if you, you know, if they didn't get it through the TV show because they... 
you know, I'm guessing the interior designer doesn't charge the same thing to the TV station that he does to, and they get discounts for a certain brand of kitchen and a certain brand of bathroom because they get mentioned a lot on the show. And so, you know, they do get a lot of bang for their buck. They do, but they have to go through a lot of agony. I mean, with yes. just the waiting between uh, buying the house and then getting the house in Belgium is a very long period. Yes. Plus then, you know, the added renovation time. Yes, and they they don't know anything about yeah. it. So that's so a, that's a Personally, thing. I don't think I could do it, although I would love for that gay to design my home, my interior. I want to hire him. No. <laughs> But uh, I could not do that. Also, I don't want to be on television. Mm. But some people are just desperate, I guess. Well, I mean, some people just want to be on television. Well, yes, but I mean, I, we know it's not e- for a lot of people. It's not easy to find a house That's within true. the budget. Uh, the real estate in Belgium has gone up so much recently. I mean, like in a lot of places. Um, but some of these people have these completely unrealistic expectations of what Six they can get for their money. For Four four thousand euros. <laughs> uh, like they want to live in a certain part of the country or a certain town, and but you know they haven't. There's a reason why they haven't found the house that they want because it doesn't exist because their budget's too low or because you know whatever. Can I say something for a show that you don't even watch or and you say you don't even like that much? You have a lot to say about it. But, I mean, you've been watching it a lot, so I have seen it too. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I make you watch it. I don't care if I miss an episode or not, but if you're watching it and you know, then I'll watch it. I'm always along. watching it because I'm catching up from the beginning. So yeah, <laughs> I think maybe those are, that's enough TV shows for now. Yeah. Maybe move on to books because you read a book. I read a book and uh, I was completely um, blown away. Blown away. Yeah, I read. Well, you recommended the book on the podcast months ago. Yes. Detransition Baby. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just like this sunny day, and I said, Oh, I'm going to read a book in the garden. And I picked it out of the bookshelf. I started reading, and immediately it was like sucked in, could not stop reading. It was so good. But also because, I mean, you know, I'm queer, I've met a few people, but I was just like, it was such an eye opener for mm. trans issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, but also it was extremely entertaining, and uh, so well written. Wow, I can only say good things about it. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I have absolutely no uh, no uh, negatives. No, okay, nothing. I just I can only recommend this book. But it is very much of the time, like even five years ago, and this book was like a massive bestseller. Yes. But five she was years mentioned ago, for she was uh, nominated for all kinds of prizes as well. Uh, rightfully so, but five years ago, it would not the the world would not have been ready. But mm. this is also a sign of the changing times. Mm-hmm. But this is also a sign that you should listen to my recommendations more. Yeah, but sometimes I don't <laughs> agree with your recommendations. This and it's true in the beginning when you explained the book to me, I was like, what? Because it's like uh, then three people having a baby together. I was like, what? The baby part threw me because mm-hmm. I don't particularly enjoy reading books about babies and motherhood. But, uh, but it's not about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you have to do a better job of recommending. Uh, sure, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but let's be honest, you've, you've read a few books on my recommendation and you always enjoyed them. So true. recently. 
Anyway, I have read many books because, you know, it's been three months since the last one. You finally finished To Paradise. Yes, I finally finished To Paradise, which took a while. Also, we saw the author live in Brussels. There was a talk between a journalist and her, and that was really great. Yes, because... (laughs) Yes, I know what you're going to say. Well, we... Hanya Yanigahara, she came to Hong Kong when we lived there. Oh, yes. And they, like last minute found this woman to interview her who had barely read the book back then it was a little life Um, and I was like I was so frustrated watching that talk because um, this interviewer she she just didn't do a good job and I loved that book so much and then, but this time around, like you know, the interviewer we had this is well little prepared. Flemish lesbian. Yes, oh, she was amazing. Yes, Annalise Beck. Yes, and that was a really great uh, talk. Yes, and what was also great anecdotally is that when we walked into the venue, we were a bit early. We went to the bar to get a drink, and we saw at standing at a table the couple that lived across the street from us in Brussels, whom we never really met, but we said hello when we saw each other on the street. And that was the first time we actually talked, and it was a week before we moved out of the house. We said hello, goodbye. Yes. And they were so nice. Yes, it was really nice. nice. We were really sad that we didn't get to know them earlier. And that we didn't get to go inside their house. Yes, that too. I would have loved to have gone in, because we see them across the street. I mean, in a a street like that, you look inside each other's houses from the top floor. Yes. So we saw them every night before we went to bed. I checked what they were watching on Netflix. (laughs) So yeah, so that I didn't tell them that. Mm. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. But yeah, so I finally finished um To Paradise. To Paradise. Well, you finished it a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean I am two books behind on my Goodreads challenge for the year, but that's because that bloody book is like three books in one. So You need to read a couple of novellas. Oh yeah, I need to read some short stuff to catch up to my challenge. <laughs> so I, I have read several other books since then. I, I listed them all here, but maybe I'll just talk about one and then I can keep the other ones for another time. Um, the one I want to mention is a gay book. Called, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's very well known and it's been out a while. Red, White and Royal Blue by Casey McQuinston. Um, she's had two books. Well, one book out and one that is just out now. Oh, because was coming her out. second one is lesbian. Yes, and the third Did one as well. It? No, I haven't read it yet. Um, Are you going to read it? I don't know, maybe. But it has some it's kind of time, time travel. travel. Yeah. But time travel can be really yes. fun, though. So um, I might read it, and the most recent one I might read. Oh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, but Red, White, and Royal Blue. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's like a rom com with gay characters, and it's, it's a royal romance. It's a royal romance. Who wrote a lesbian royal romance? Yes. Who? You and Claire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, um, so if you like that and you want it in lesbian, you should read Once Upon a yes. Princess. Written by moi and Claire Leiden. Anyway, anyway, I really enjoyed Red, White, and Royal Blue. It was quite funny, and uh, you know, it's it's fun. I mean, it's I'm, I feel like I might be slightly older than the target audience of this book because they're all like really, I mean, they're twenty or twenty one or something. And um, but I, I I did really enjoy it. So you know, if you want a happy rom comy romancy you needed that after reading yes because yeah after because i had bought um margaret atwood's the testaments 
But I thought, I thought, no, I cannot read this after to power. I've had enough dystopian catastrophe literature. Watch some Handmaid's Tale on top of that. <sighs> no, no. So I needed something light. So I, I, I read that, and then I've since then I've also read. A, I haven't gone. I haven't gone to Margaret Atwood yet. So that'll have to wait a bit longer. I've read some women's fiction books and stuff, but maybe I will talk about those in the next podcast because I feel like we have been going on for quite a while now. I do want to recommend one more podcast episode of Glennon Doyle when she talks to Sarah Paulson because it was like very meta because Sarah Paulson is going to play Glennon Doyle in the TV show based on her and Abby, but they have not found a good casting for Abby Wamba. No, there was a a lot of people saying it should be Gillian Anderson. But 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 Gillian Anderson is so short and Abby Wamba, she's like... She's a really tower. tall. Yeah, she's an athlete. So, yeah. So that's okay. That was a really great episode. Okay. Well, maybe I'll give that a try. I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but uh, I might well, give that a try. I think it's unless you are like a Republican man, it's impossible not to enjoy. Okay. Because it's just really great. Okay. The sisterhood. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I think maybe. We will sign off for today. Yes. And we will be back next week. Well, all things going well. That's the idea. If I'm not a golf widow all week. Yes. No, I think next week should be fine. Maybe just on Thursday. So (laughs) we'll see. Yes. We should be back from now on. Yes. And also. Pretty consistently. Check out my new book. Yes. The duet. Check it out. It's out. No. No. Okay. Bye Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank Thank you. you.